Welcome back to the Not Safe for Work podcast. I'm your host, Lucy Lemon. Now, if you haven't listened to episode one, I'd suggest you go back and do that as it gives you a little bit of insight into who the heck I am. Now, I am here with a glass of wine. I'm at home on a Friday night talking to a microphone, so why wouldn't I? Maybe we can even turn it into a bit of a drinking game. Take a sip every time I knock the microphone. I did that several times last time. I think I even edited out a few instances. So anyway, we're here to learn from our mistakes. And after listening back to my first episode, I can say that it was not perfect. And like I reiterated in my first episode, do not wait to to launch your product. Do not, oh my God, do not wait until your product is perfect before you launch because you have a launch too late. So I am here living and breathing my previous claims and we are moving on to perfecting our product now. Anyway, let's move on from that whole conversation. Uh, this is going to be a Q&A episode. However, I did want to start off mentioning something that occurred the other day, just while it's fresh in my mind. One of my subscribers asked, what's your real job? <laughs> well, I said, I, I, I responded to him and I said, OnlyFans is my job. I did work nine to five. Um, oh my God, first knock. I did work nine to five, but I have since left that and focus all of my time on OnlyFans now. I then anticipated his response and he replied with, OnlyFans girls just look like they're having so much fun. It can't be a real job. And now there are obviously several things to unpack with this statement. <laughs> there are several issues there and I would say the first obvious thing to mention is that there is a prevailing underlying issue in society that has been severely ingrained into our minds that you must be doing something mundane in order for it to be considered, air quotes, work or considered a real job. Now, obvious issue as this may be, it's not actually what I wanted to cover. So I'm just going to leave that there and let it simmer. <laughs> In the defense of my subscriber, I do completely understand how he would come to think that. Um, I was scrolling on TikTok the other day and I come across this girl's TikTok. Now, her caption was, just started only friends and... Obviously, you have to censor what you say on TikTok. You can't just say OnlyFans. So her caption was, just started OnlyFans, and now I'm ready to buy a Lamborghini. She is essentially implying she recorded a video, posted a picture of a pussy, and bam, bitch has a million dollars. So I can totally sympathize with how someone would come about thinking that when there is such a saturation of content on TikTok, especially of like, people bragging when it comes to OnlyFans. And I did mention this in my first episode and each to their own, but I'm just defending his opinion. However, 
I'm here to validate the girlies that put a lot of work into it. I put in a lot of time into my social media, into my TikTok, into my OnlyFans content. Like I would definitely put a lot more hours into what I do now than I did in my nine to five corporate job. And it's actually incredibly disheartening to have people say, it's not a real job. Um, you don't actually do anything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not saying this for sympathy or pity or anything like that. Not at all whatsoever. I'm simply here to give a voice to those of us who put so much time and work into it, yet still get put into the same box as people that don't. Now, I am not in any way discrediting anyone's content like if you're a bloody instant millionaire from having a really big platform and then going on to OnlyFans and bam having instant success then rake in those dollars babe I would love to be you <laughs> who wouldn't want instant millionaire status I, this is not me discrediting their content because they could still have banger content. I just wanted to validate the fact that there are people who put in lots of hours into what we do and do genuinely care about our subscribers when there's a stark contrast to others who just hire people to do everything for them, do not give anything an authentic or personal touch. So there are different levels of creators is basically what I'm saying. There's so many different creators out there and I have had a lot of subscribers come to me saying that they feel scammed and that they feel ripped off and that they've had bad experiences. And yeah, that's, that is going to happen because there are so many people out there who don't give a fuck and just do it for money and just try to make as much money as they can. But then there are others that do genuinely care and do want you to have a good time. And yes, obviously still care about the money. It's a job after all, but are there to show you a good time and want you to be happy. So anyway, I get really like excitable and worked up and passionate about stuff like this that I just want to go on and on and on. And I feel like I end up saying things that can be misinterpreted or just interpreted differently to how I mean them. So I'm going to stop talking about it and actually get on to the Q&A aspect of this podcast, which is what it's all about. <laughs> I just wanted to put my two cents out there. And yeah, I girl, if that is you, I see you. I know you work hard and same. <laughs> okay, question time. The part that this episode was actually all about. <laughs> How long did it take us to get here? I think less than 10 minutes. Okay, that's not so bad. First question I'm going to start with. By the way, all of these questions are from my Instagram. I will always have a question box up on my Instagram when I am getting questions for episodes. So make sure you follow me on there. My main account is Lucy Lemon X. Okay, first question, what is your source of inspiration for your content? A lot of my content is based around um, corporate. So a lot of my TikToks, if you would have seen them, which I'm sure you might have, I'm 
have several thousand accounts, <laughs> not literally, but it feels like it. Um, a lot of my TikTok content is corporate related and a lot of my OnlyFans content is also corporate related. I love the outfits, just the way corporate is portrayed. It's always been like a real fantasy of mine. And, and obviously I've worked in the industry for years. So it was just natural for me to then move that into a sexual place. <laughs> And next, someone asked, do you have time for a private life? I quite often get asked if I have hobbies. And I would say I do have hobbies, but I don't really do any hobbies. So when I do have spare time, free time, I usually like to spend it socializing, spending time with friends, you know, going out for dinners, that kind of thing. And I am single. <laughs> So I go on dates. I love to go on dates. Um, so I do go on dates, you know, frequently-ish. <laughs> There's a lot that I don't share. So yeah, I definitely have a private life. Um, but I would say most of it is dedicated to spending time with other people rather than spending time on hobbies. Someone did ask, oh, what is the size of the biggest rod that you've seen? <laughs> And I simply wanted to put this question in here to mention that there is such a thing as too big. <laughs> I think if you've seen any of my content, you would know that I'm not the biggest person or I'm, you know, small in general. So there is definitely too big and huge isn't always a good thing. And I have definitely seen one stand out to me that was really, really big, like really big in length and width. And I was just in my mind, it was just an immediate, no, this is never going to go anywhere. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Someone has also asked what a day in my life looks like or what a typical day looks like. And I feel like it would take me a little long to answer this question. But I am more than happy to go into detail on this for an entire episode, if you like, um, like what a typical day looks like or what a typical week looks like. Yeah, I would be more than happy to elaborate on that in detail if you are interested. So if you are, then let me know. Yeah, a little too much to answer in this episode. I just do so much, guys. My life is so full on. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting bad. I would like to elaborate on it properly. Someone has asked um, best and worst thing about OF or OnlyFans. And I would say best thing being there's so many best things. <laughs> the subscribers that you meet and getting an insight into their private lives like I fucking love being witness to people's deepest desires and their darkest secrets and all that stuff that you wouldn't normally find out about so many people it I just love it it is a beautiful thing and obviously the money the money's great too the worst thing probably some of the messages you get sometimes can be mentally taxing never enough to discourage me from doing it I would say the bad messages are very few and far between. Some of them are a bit annoying sometimes, but <laughs> that's probably the worst thing. Like there really isn't a lot that I dislike about it really. 
If you could have dinner with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Uh, first person that popped into my mind is Tom Hardy. <laughs> he has been my celeb crush for so many years. I honestly can't even explain it. There's just something about him that gets me every time I see him. So yeah, I would say I'd love to have dinner with Tom. Okay. How come you don't do paid shoutouts for new OF girls? Now, I do want to preface my answer by saying I don't want this to come across the wrong way. I'm not trying to sound like a horrible person, but I am just going to be 100% honest about it. With my um, content, I like everything to be genuine and authentic, so I want it to come across as authentic. Now, do I genuinely want someone to subscribe to you over me? No. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. The whole point in me having my platform is so that people subscribe to me. And if I were to shout out or promo someone else, that would then be implied that I want people to subscribe to them. So yeah, it's just super simple. I prefer to have people on my platform subscribe to me. <laughs> That is the be all and end all of why I don't do them. I, I don't I don't do paid promo because I, I don't want the money to, to promo people. That's just not my thing. Um, however, in saying all that, if I had a subscriber who was after something specific that I didn't necessarily do or I know someone does better or a lot more of, then I will be more than happy to refer them on. I will happily point someone in another direction if I feel that they would be serviced more thoroughly elsewhere. Then yeah, happy to refer, but I don't do shout outs. Someone asked me, how much do you date per month? <laughs> uh, like, I honestly don't keep a tally, but <laughs> it changes all the time. Like, it depends if I am talking to anyone, if I meet anyone, It you know, you never know who you're going to meet or... Yeah, I, I don't know. It changes all the time. Some day, some weeks I could go out on several dates. Some weeks I might not go out on any. Some Friday nights I just sit at home and talk to a microphone. So you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, who knows how much I date per month. But it wouldn't be anything extortionate. But it's definitely not zero. This question kind of relates back to something I mentioned earlier. Um, so they said, do you have a schedule for managing everything? And if so, what does it look like? Uh, this is another question that I could tie into a day in the life or week in the life type episode. So once again, if there is interest in that, then let me know and I will be more than happy to cover all that off in an episode. I will say one thing though, especially from my time working in corporate, I write lists. I always write lists. I have always written lists. I just like to see everything. I'm very visual. So I like to have everything listed out in front of me in terms of priority, um, how large, how small the tasks are, etc., etc. And then I get a great amount of pleasure from ticking or crossing them off. <laughs> oh, I'm so weird when it comes to lists, but yeah, list things always it helps a treat would you have an open relationship and what are your thoughts on them <laughs> um yes i would and i have done so in the past 
However, I feel like I have a very controversial opinion on monogamy. I have been married before, which you may know if you follow me on Instagram. I have mentioned it or spoken about it before. So I have, and that was monogamous for most part. The only times that it wasn't monogamous were discussed and agreed upon, I will say. So yes, I have dabbled in monogamous relationships and polyamorous. And I would say my honest personal preference is probably not to have a monogamous relationship. Yeah, I could definitely delve right down deep into that. But like I said, my opinions are fairly controversial, I believe. So I'm not sure that many people would relate or agree to my opinions on it. But I will give my simple answer. Yes, I would have an open relationship. And my thoughts on them are that if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's definitely not for everyone. And it's something that both parties have to be in agreement on for it to have any chance of working. I feel like in a lot of situations, there's always someone that wants it more than the other person. But if you can find someone that is on the same level as you about it, then chef's kiss, you are in for a good time. Someone said, you look like you are beyond happy. What is your secret? Please keep it up. First of all, uh, thank you. (laughs) I love that I look happy and probably because I genuinely am. I am a happy person. I'm very content and satisfied with my life. Um, And I would say that is simply, I think I need to have a sip of wine. (laughs) I would say that is simply down to just going after what I want in life and stop caring about what people think. It, it holds you back from so much. And at the end of the day, someone else's opinion on your life is completely irrelevant because you're the one living it, not someone else. So yeah, that's really as simple as it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm happy because I love my life and I don't care if other people don't. <laughs> someone simply asked, are you natural? I get so many questions actually asking if my boobs are real or fake. And to me, it's so bizarre because, well, to me, they are so obviously fake. But yeah, heaps of people still ask. And um, I am natural besides my breasts. So they are enhanced. They are fake. But yeah, that's all. That is the only body adaptation I have undergone. How does someone chat to you if they aren't subscribed? Um, They don't, really. That is the only place that I chat to people. It's the only place that I answer messages. So yeah, if you do want to have a conversation, which I'm sure you would, then (laughs) subscribe to my OnlyFans because I fucking love having a chat and I would love to have a chat with you. Now, I don't want to make this podcast episode too long because I do want you guys to listen to it in its entirety. So I think I'll just answer one or two more questions. Someone did say, how does someone grab your attention? And someone also did ask, what is my love language? So I think I will just tie the two together and answer them together because I can, like they they both tie into the one. And I would say my air quotes, a love language is words. Now, not words of affirmation, but simply words. 
I am such a conversationalist and I love, 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 love having a decent conversation with someone. I would attribute this to my prior career um, and having a passionate fantasy for all things corporate, like, you know, the emails, the lingo, the back and forwards, the just everything. The way you speak in that industry is different and I feel like it has its own flirtatious, there's like a a corporate way to flirt if you must and I love that like someone can really grab my attention by having a certain eloquence about them and an articulate vocabulary is just mm, chef's kiss once again Um, I definitely need a mental stimulation with someone in order to be attracted to them so you know anyone can be hot but a hot guy with the ability to converse is just something that melts me. <laughs> Have a good conversation with me and you will drive me wild. So I think I might finish up the questions there. Um, why not finish on something lame like a love language? <laughs> uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I loved answering your questions. I think going forward at the end of every episode, I will answer like two to three questions just so that I can continuously add them in there and I can always be talking about the stuff that you guys want to be hearing about. Now I am out of wine. I am sweating my butt off because it is about what feels like 35 degrees in Australia and I have not been able to have my air conditioning or my fan on because that noise would be picked up in my microphone. So yeah, it is time for this sweaty Lucy to, (laughs) I don't know, go have a shower, I suppose. (laughs) Anyway, like I mentioned last time, if this episode didn't inform you or entertain you in any way, maybe it turned you on a little. (laughs) Until next time.